0: hunting bands us together in ways only we hunters can understand welcome to the we are proud virginia hunters podcast where we talk all things virginia hunting from the blue ridge mountains to the coastal waterways and everything in between we have you covered the best hunting stories from around virginia will be told right here Here's your host, Shane Woodman.
1: I made a decision this hunting season that I regret tremendously. And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to give you that story of what I decided uh, to do. I'm not happy about it, but we make decisions and we live with them and we move on. Uh, I missed out on a memory that I will regret and you'll hear that story at the end. But a couple weeks ago, on our Facebook page, Virginia Hunter, I posed a question, and I'm going to read uh, the question that I asked and then go through some of the comments, because I think it's it's neat to see how Virginians think and why they hunt and what they hunt for, things of that nature. So the question I asked, I said, and you may have seen this, I said, why do you hunt? And then under that, I said, answer truthfully. We all have different reasons. It could be for the thrill It could be for the meat, maybe it's the trophy, the memories, the friendships, the family traditions, or it could be something completely different. So we had 37 comments come across this. And I just want to read through them because I think these folks should be recognized as to why they hunt because it is important. This is what we do in this state. We are Virginia hunters. So the first comment that came through was from... Tori McCracken she said I used to not like it but my husband started to go and I was like I know I can be a I can get a bigger one than him so I actually fell in love with being out in nature I've gotten a deer to fill the freezer and it's delicious so congrats to Tori and thanks for sharing you know it's funny my, my wife I've asked her I said do you want to come out in the woods do you want to hunt and she says absolutely not so maybe one day she'll shift and she'll have the same experience as Tori did. So thanks for, for sharing. The next one is from one of our top fans, Ken Spicer. He said, getting out of the city and enjoy God's creation. In the woods, a lot of the issues at home are put on the back burner. Boy, is that true. And you know, I have two young kids at home that I love very much and, you know, they're not old enough to take out hunting. I've, I've taken my son, who's two and a half, out in the woods, riding on the four-wheeler, but never uh, hunting, obviously. So, you know, you leave those things at home when we go out in the woods. But I've told people before, when do you have four or five hours of complete solitude? It really doesn't happen. And when we're hunting, we get that. So we kind of get to be one with our thoughts. A lot of my ideas happen when I'm in the woods, uh, as I'm sure a lot of yours are as well. The next one comes from Michael. He says, we hunted when growing up and we ate everything we killed. Love the bonds made while hunting. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to the intro of this podcast, that's exactly what it is. You know, hunting builds a bond unlike anything else. And I think Michael recognizes that, you know, we, I'm a member of a hunting club. You know, I build relationships with the the folks in that club, as I'm sure you do as well, Um I've become closer to my family through hunting. Everything that hunting gives us, to me, is good. The next one comes from David. He says, My time to relax, watch Mother Nature do her thing, harvest meat for the freezer, and maybe if I'm lucky enough, I'll get a shot at a nice buck. But most importantly, spending time with my best friend. Yeah, David, I think that's great. You know, I don't, I don't know who your best friend is. Maybe it's your wife, maybe it's your daughter, maybe it's your son, but that's exactly what this is all about. So kudos to you. Thanks for sharing and good luck. I can tell getting meat in the freezer isn't everything to you. It's more about building the bond with your best friend. So very cool. This next one comes from Tom. You know, this one, he posted a picture as well. So I encourage you to go to our Facebook page and take a look. I posed this question on December 1st, so you'll find it there. So Tom wrote, wrote, most all the reasons above, meaning everyone who had already uh, posted something, but mainly because I still can. And he says, I still can because you can't see this on the podcast, but in the photo, it looks like Tom is in a wheelchair. He must be be disabled. I don't know, know what the cause is. But he's sitting there uh, in in his chair with a deer down next to him. So for him, it's all about still being able to. And then when I wrote back to him, I said, inspiring, nice job. And then he wrote back, he said, many people came together to make this all happen over the years. He says, my wife has been number one. So it sounds like Tom has a great support system around him. Uh, To get out in the woods, that's awesome. Congrats to Tom on your harvest this year. I hope you have many more years of success and who knows, maybe more even this season. Next one comes from Rich. He says, I love the relaxation and watching Mother Nature come alive in the morning. If I'm fortunate enough to take an animal, that's a bonus to me. Yes, so Rich likes the relaxation. He loves the beauty of Mother Nature he loves it to watch the deer or the squirrels or you know whatever's running around them it sounds like he he likes to just being out in the woods. Next one is another top fan of ours, Russell. He says mainly the meat, but I truly love just sitting in the woods. Again, there's another another person that just likes being out in Mother Nature. You know, I think we all we're all hunt if you're a hunter and you don't like Mother Nature, there's something odd. So I think we we love being out in the woods just kind of seeing you know, the world just revolve around us. I think it's really cool. The next one is from Daniel. Daniel says, I was brought up hunting. He's been in the woods since he was four, thanks to his stepdad. And now it's just a passion. He says, I don't trophy hunt or horn hunt. I was always told is to provide for your family. And that's what I do. I fill the freezer up and that's the meat we eat all year long. Nothing wrong with the other hunting. With others hunting that way, I just don't do it myself. Yeah, Daniel, I think that's great. A lot of us are out there trophy hunting, uh, horn hunting, but we all want the meat. You know, that's to, to feed the family. So if that's why you're out there truly hunting, I think that's great. You know, I know your family appreciates the hard work. I'm sure you put in work in the off season to get your. Property or wherever you hunt, maintain. Uh, you know, hopefully you've got some trail cams out there, and you know, I truly hope you were able to harvest one this year to provide meat to your family. Uh, another one is from Edward, uh, another top fan. Actually, Edward is scheduled to be on our podcast coming up. I'm excited to hear some of his stories. Uh, he says all of the above, all all of the above, and in the past few years, I've enjoyed introducing new people to hunting and watching them be successful is something magical. Yeah. Yeah, he's got it right. You know, we we introduced the sport to somebody else to get them involved. We all got into it because somebody introduced us to hunting. You know, maybe you found it on your own but you were asking questions to somebody. I think you know, it's cool to share your knowledge with others, and that's what this podcast is going to be all about. We're going to become better hunters in the state of Virginia uh, by listening to you, the actual Virginia hunter. Stan says, all of the above and herd control. Of course, herd control is important. I would like to get somebody on the podcast to, to talk a little bit more about herd control and the reasons why we do it, You know some techniques to do it. Um, so if you're listening and you have some experience or you know somebody just let us know jamie says nature just one word that's awesome john says for the meat and the fun of seeing all the different things that god put here for us to enjoy and for the time that i have got to spend with my family hunting together over the years missed one every year and that is my dad I'm sorry. Let, let me read that again. He said, "I have got to spend with my family hunting together over the years. Miss one every year, and that is my dad. So it sounds like his dad is no longer with us, and that's who John misses. So yeah, I mean, I at the I said at the beginning of this podcast, I have a story at the end, and it has to do with my dad and the decision I made this year that I regret. So yeah, you know, if you have a an opportunity to hunt with your mother or father." Don't let that pass. Larry Young, who is a top fan, said, "Meet family, friends to dish tradition, and it's fun." You're darn right, it is. It is fun. Rick said, "It's in my blood. I believe it." Chad, relaxation and the sport. Daniel, all of the above. Sam, all of the above. Drew, who's a good buddy of mine, he's going to be on the podcast as well. He said, "says the quiet and spending time." with best friends and family. I hope I'm one of those best friends that included in there. We're members of the same club. Maybe he hates me. Who knows? I'm on the podcast. I'll have to ask him, make sure I'm in, in that list of friends, because I'm excited to have him on the show. Richard says, solitude. Absolutely. I love being alone in the woods and our own thoughts, so good job, Richard. Courtney, food in the freezer. Brandon Samuel, another top fan and another one of my Best friends, thanks for commenting. Says tradition and decompressing. Yeah, I, I believe it, Brandon. I mean, we, I, I know your kids. I know your family. It's it, we love being around our kids. We love being around our family, but we also like to get out and and just kind of sit in our own thought. So I think that's important. And I know your your kids will be out there soon. I know one of them already are. Tom says he loves the mountains. Carrie, a top fan, says, all of the above. I'm also ready to bag my first deer. All right. I don't know if, if, if Carrie means first deer of the year or first deer overall, but either way, good luck and I hope you get there. Doug, a top fan, says, all of the above. Jordan, it's an addiction for me to hunt, is 365 days from scouting to training dogs. I've killed a pile of deer, and I have the same excitement every time. I get even more excited when my dogs run one. Yeah, I haven't been out in the woods this year with the dogs, but on Monday, December 26th will be my first time this year uh, hunting with dogs. I'm looking forward to it, get them, getting them up and running. James, the peace in the woods. Carl. The quiet in the early morning birds making noise and just waiting for the big one to come by. Also enjoying time with my friends and meeting in the freezer. Yep, all the right things there, Carl. Steve, family fun stuff. Stacy, peace of mind. Rocky, because I like it and I want to. Nothing wrong with that, man. I agree. If it's If it's a passion, you like it, you got to do it. Steve says, "Meet memories and friends." Anthony, meet and making memories with family and friends. And our last one is from Beth, and she says, "Family memories, relaxation, and meat in the freezer." So thanks everybody who commented. If you haven't, you know, go find that post and let us know why you hunt. Man, that, it's so cool to listen. And hear from you Virginia hunters as to why you hunt. And a lot of these comments are pretty consistent. We like the relaxation. We do it because we, we want to enjoy time with our family. And we build these memories and traditions. Of course, putting meat in the freezer to feed our families. Uh, but really, you know, relaxation, meat in the freezer, and memory with families. I think that is is really why we do it. All right. So I'm going to shift gears here. Um uh, at the beginning, I said, I'm going to tell a story about a decision I made this hunting season that I regret. And I'm going to apologize right now because it's not necessarily a Virginia hunting story. But it's a family story and it's important to me. So I, I felt like I should share it with you guys. Because if you have an opportunity to hunt with loved ones, I think you should take that opportunity. You know, I made a decision this year. Every year, my brothers and I... Go up to Pennsylvania for a hunting trip with my dad, and typically our oldest nephew Taylor, who, like I think he's 16 or 17 now, he's driving, so he's he's hard to believe he's that old, but he usually goes as well, and it's something we look forward to all year. And this year, I had uh, to make a decision. I had some other commitments that I. Had, and I decided I could not make the hunting trip this year. Now, granted, my wife and I had our second child born in June, so we had a five-month-old at the house along with a two-and-a-half-year-old, and I was leaving on a business trip out of the country the following week. So we had a lot of things going on, and I made a decision. I needed to be home with the family uh, and not drive up to Pennsylvania to hunt. So I think, you know, I was disappointed. I'm sure my dad was upset, but everybody understands, you know, life comes at us fast and we have to make decisions, whether it's the right or wrong one, we make them and we have to live with them. But this is one I regret. And I, the reason why is, you know, my nephew Taylor, uh, was able to harvest a nice eight point this year and he, he, he does get one every year, but this was one that he's going to put on the wall. You know, it's a, it's a wall hanger. It's something that you want to want to keep for, for a lifetime and you know, I wish I could have been there to experience that with him. Celebrate in the evening with with my brothers and my dad, as well as my nephew. But unfortunately, I could not be there, and they had to celebrate without me, which is okay. You know, again, I wasn't there. I made a decision, and and it is what it is. But man, I the reason I tell this is if you have a tradition and you've done this every year, and something else pops up in your calendar that. May not really be that important. Really think about the decision that you're making. You know, I I I've told my wife I'm never ever ever gonna miss this trip again. You know, as long as I can. You know, one day I hope to bring my kids up on this trip, and and it's just not something that I'm I'm willing to miss again. I made a decision. I think it was the wrong one, and I won't do it again. Back to something brighter. Uh, off this bad decision making. End of season or late season rut, whatever you want to call it. Is it finally here? I'm recording this on December 18th. And I posed a question on Facebook and asked, is there any rut activity in your area? And we didn't get a ton of comments, which makes me think that maybe it hasn't started yet. But the ones that we did get, you know, we had a couple bucks fighting you can see the tarsal glands on some of the bucks in the uh, uh, cameras, in the, in the photos that were sent in, so I think it might be here in some counties and maybe not in others, but uh, I can tell you in my county, Chesterfield, I think it's it's in full force right now, so I'm excited to get back out in the woods. My wife and I just spent two weeks on vacation out of the country, so that's two weeks that I Two things. I was away from my kids, which I miss dearly, and I missed the woods. I was out of the woods for two weeks. So I've got some ground to make up uh, when I get out there. So I'm excited to get back out. Perfect time for the late seasonal rut. They're up and moving uh, back to unpredictable patterns. So I'm hoping to get one by the end of the season because I am still sitting here empty-handed. I have spent too many hours in the woods this year to still be empty-handed. Now, granted, I did miss. uh, I've actually missed twice, so I'm not not proud of that, but it happens. Um, So it's coming. So I want to wish good luck to the rest of you. We're coming to the end of hunting season. It's getting close, uh, at least for deer season. I know there's a lot of other things going on around the state, and as we transition into some of these other uh, fields of hunting i'm going to have those folks on the podcast we're going to talk about that so if you're if you're a deer hunter or a bear hunter and you have some interest in maybe getting into waterfowl or predator hunting or any other type of hunting around the state and you know, keep listening to the show and we'll be sure to have some of these experts on to give you some advice and some tips on how to get into these different areas of hunting I myself am mainly a deer and bear hunter but this year I'm going to get into duck hunting. I'm going to go out and do uh, spring gobbler in the spring so I'm kind of opening up my horizon a little bit in the realm of hunting to experience everything that this state has to offer and I can tell you it has so much more than we know and that is what this podcast is going to show us. We're going to, we're going to know what we can do in the state. We're going to know how to do it. And we're going to listen to your stories from the actual Virginia hunter. So again, thanks for listening to episode three of the podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to the We Are Proud Virginia Hunters podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with a friend who also might like it. And please take the time to rate, comment, and subscribe. For more information, find us on Facebook, Just search Virginia Hunter.